Wait, what? Are, what? what episode are we on now? Is it thirty four or thirty five? Oh mate, you have to make me check now. I'm pretty let sure. Me, let me have a gander. I think we're on like thirty five. <clears throat> but like I always say, don't quote me. Like scary movies. Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Hi, ho, Georgie. Swallow this. Cat dead. Details later. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Tonight we're going to be talking about the, is this the last level of the level one Disturbing Iceborg Zayford? I don't think I there's any more. I can tell this. you in two seconds. This one so, is, yes, we've done everything on the first level after so this. this. Is it. We're, we're, we are finished with level one of the Disturbing Iceberg. We're going to be talking about 1995-7 with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. Um, to be honest with you, this whole level one list has generally been quite a drag. Apart from Megan <laughs> there's missing, been which we did a few movies later. on there. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a few movies on there that are aged um that and and this is one of those movies it is considered a classic of course and zayford just told me some really shocking box office statistics of how well it actually did do so it's not so much that the movie is a drag but it's kind of yeah it it's just it's aged you know i think i think maybe we've just been exposed to too much modern cinema well, all right, fine. I'm speaking for myself then. Maybe I've just been exposed to I was too watching, much I was modern on, cinema. I was watching and... the other day and I was like, it's, I feel like it still holds up to there. Personally. I just, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of crime detective movies. Like as a noir sounds. film, isn't it? It's like a dark mm. noir. Hmm. I, I'm not, you know, my interest for it kind of begins and ends at Law and Order. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't find detective movies really that interesting at all. So, but Law and Order is so predictable. Mm. Like the same with, um, do you remember CSI? Never got into that. So I used to watch that like all the time as a kid, weirdly. Um, <laughs> but after a couple of years of watching it, you'd just be like, oh, well, I presume that guy's the killer and this is how they did it. And it, was, it got very predictable for a while. Well, my my specific taste was uh, Special Victims Unit. And I kind of think that they were very good at making individualistic episodes. I personally don't think that they follow a formula. I think Dick Wolf, um, he, he obviously, he wrote like, all of the franchises, well, mm. most of them, yeah, for Law and Order. But like the Special Victims Unit is like one of the most successful by far, and it's it's pretty good in the sense that it's you know they they're taking like real life stuff and putting like from the headlines and putting it into into it, and it's it's just it's good. I mean, unfortunately, it's really difficult to get hold of it in this country now. They, I haven't been able to see the last three seasons, which has been really depressing for me. Is it not like on Prime? But I digress. We're not talking about 
it used to be um you can get the older seasons but for some mm. reason like they're not you can't get them anywhere and it's really frustrating because there's been like a lot of um cast changes and stuff happen um in more recent seasons that i've just not been able to to follow obviously um ice tea is still there and so is the lead singer body count. he's just so good in... he's so good at everything He's just so he just fits so well in SU. I don't think I do, I literally don't think they thought it was going to go as well as what it did. No, definitely and, not. But he is a fa- he's a favorite of everybody. Everybody loves. Him. Anyway, so seven. You say it holds up. Why? I just think for, it came out in ninety five, and mm-hmm. obviously it was a hit. So we'll, we'll discuss it now. It was thirty three million to make, which. For the nineties, pretty average amount, I would say. I'm like a blockbuster film, mm. or like a film that's going to be seen by a larger audience. <clears throat> and it made three hundred and twenty-seven point three million mm. whilst in the cinema. That is impressive to say. It's like a crime film. Over tenfold in returns. Is, yeah, because yeah, crime crazy. films don't do that well usually but i think it doesn't help well it does help that it's david finch mm. obviously his films are very uh popular i would say tell me Although more about I... david finch i'm not quite sure who that is oh my god um i'm gonna have to google him now because i can't remember what else he's done uh... <laughs> um is that he's done like a lot of recognizable films yeah I know what you mean, though, that the crime crime movies were not a huge thing in the 90s. They were kind of a, a niche thing. I think this is one of the more prominent films of the 90s that have crime elements and thriller elements and horror elements. Personally, Fincher, why do Finch. you think it is on... Sorry. Sorry, no, I got why it Why do you it's think fine. that it's... Okay. Why why do you think it's on the disturbing iceberg exactly? Because I can't really think as to why. Personally, I would say just maybe the content on like some of the kills. So it's it's like but marking the seven deadly sins, isn't it? I think I remember it's disturbing as Saw is though. Yeah. Saw's not disturbing like the beginning oh. scenes are quite disturbing, but that's about as far as it goes. Yeah, I, I do remember um, the scenes in Seven where they discover the bodies. Some of them are some of them are pretty disturbing. Mm. I suppose it's, we just have this problem where, like, it just <laughs> whoever did this really condensed version of the iceberg just didn't do it right because, like. Megan is missing should not be in the same tier as this movie, in my opinion. Yeah, Megan I feel missing like, needs to be further down, at least on the second one, I would say. I feel like that with a lot of these movies, I think one of the reasons why I found them somewhat of a drag is because they are they are level one movies. Um, yeah. <laughs> I need... I'm, I'm quite into dis- more disturbing ones, and that's why I'm looking forward to us moving down to tier two, because... Um, from what I remember, Tusk is on there too, yeah, and that's much more my kind of film. 
you know. So David yeah. Fincher, so it's he did. Like, yeah, I know. We, oh, I know we've done it, but we. David Fincher directed Alien Three. Okay. Potentially one of the worst ones. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Seven, which was his second yeah. film. He did uh-huh. the game. Mm-hmm. Fight Club. The game. I remember that. Yeah. Fight Club. Panic Room. Fight Club. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curious Case. That, Curious honest. Case of ben- Benjamin Button. Didn't think much of that either. Social Network. Ah, just shows Mark Zuckerberg being uh, a dick. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I presume that's the American version. I've heard good things about that. That's one movie I have not uh, seen. And then his last film he did of note was Gone Girl. Hmm. Most of the other stuff he's, bag there. Most of the other stuff he does is like music videos. Okay. Weirdly. Go on. What music videos? Oh my god, there's a there's a long ass list in it. Let me just I just clicked on Gone Girl by accident. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just feel like tier tier one. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre, nineteen seventy four version. Um, pretty good. Deserves mm-hmm. to be in the disturbing iceberg. Uh, Midsummer, pretty good. Deserves to be in the disturbing iceberg at level one. I agree. Um, Saw and Seven. I just don't. They just don't fit, and it's I. I said it was something to do with like modern horror, but like Texas Chainsaw Massacre from the seventies is in there, and it's, yeah. So it's it's just there's just something lacking in Seven and Saw that's just not there for 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 the rest of them. Um, and obviously Megan is missing. I feel like she'd be on the third at least. Mm, I, I don't should, think it definitely is just over Hmm. Yeah, I. Seven, I think, I... was quite shocking at the time because of the twist. I think that was quite... Yeah, because of the ending. Mm. I think, like, nobody saw that coming. I think, actually, it's ranked as one of the best endings in cinematic history. Because If it's, nobody if it's not, it's probably it. very close. Yeah, because, like, nobody ever sees that coming, do they? And no. everybody knows that infamous scene. Everyone where knows the infamous quote the of box what's in gets... the box. Yeah, and it and just <laughs> just having like they're they're in the middle of a desert, right? Yeah. And this box just gets delivered, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" And it's just oh, it is terrible. But I wouldn't call it disturbing. It's more of a "What the fuck?" But yeah, it's not even disturbing because you don't even see what's in the box. You just get it from uh exposition but you know what like sometimes that's better isn't it i suppose although i would quite have liked to have seen it but yeah i would have i would have liked to see like at least maybe like the top you know, of the head you know like in um from dust told dawn where they do the quick shot mm. of the first victim in the hotel room yeah. Where's the flashes? Oh, I don't like something like that. Mm. Where it's like, it's not long enough for you to really see it, but it's mm. like a quick flash so you know what's actually in there. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it it feels like 
before it's time it's disturbing and it belongs there but there's just been there's just been so many evolutions of horror mm. in the past three decades that in terms of disturbing i just don't think it fits and i get it i get why it could be on the disturbing iceberg but yeah i don't know it's just you, like you also have to think know, as there, well. there are some you have to think this came out a year before scream which changed mm. everything about horror again like completely reimagined the slasher it brings back slashers rather than grittier crime dramas and other horror mm. type stuff that was in the early 90s mm. yeah i'm just trying to think of like what what crime what crime horror can you think of in more recent times um i mean for the majority we just see bumbling de- detectives and police officers it's kind of like how it's very stereotypical isn't it that the police are useless they don't really do crime horror Um, anymore (laughs) no it's not really try to avoid it these days well yeah and that's the thing i i just don't care for it i don't care for crime movies generally well Um, if you did care for it what would you give the what would you think about this would it have been in your wheelhouse would it have been in my what? Wheelhouse. Wheelhouse? Yeah, like, would it have been, like, one of your films to go to, sort of thing? That's an interesting question. Um, hmm. Where where did you get that, that saying from? I've never heard that before, by the oh, way. No, it's just dialect up your, here, mate. Your wheelhouse. It's just a Yorkshire thing. Like, I don't feel like it's a Yorkshire thing. <laughs> I feel like I've heard other people say it. <clears throat> well, they don't say it in Manchester, that's for sure. That's because um, they're all dickheads. Hey! It's fine. If you want to come fight me, we'll be at Horicon in October <laughs> in exactly a month time. I'm not actually a Mancunian. Like, technically, I'm a Stocktarian. I'm from Stockport, which is next to Manchester. That's so worse. I'll let that one slide. <laughs> hey! You leave it alone. Stockport's um, like the shit version of Manchester. No, it ain't. Shut up. Um, I literally live in like the worst town in the country, so don't be talking shit. No, you don't. You don't live in Hull. It feels like it. Hull's fucking dog shit. <laughs> don't ever go there. Ah, so popular horror crime films. Um, Anything Silence after Blanc, the 90s? Hannibal Rising. Hannibal Red Rising Dragon. was dog shit. That was pretty bad, actually. And Bone Han- and Lecter. That was around the same time, wasn't it? They're all very uh, much Fear 90s, dot- I think. Fear, yeah, Fear.com as well. That was a good one. I like Fear.com. Um, yeah, we're seeing a lot of... <laughs> there's, there's actually a parody version of The Silence of the Lambs called The Silence of the Hams. Um, oh, it's got 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb. FBI agent Joe D. First Foster solves a case with help from a killer caused, called Dr. Animal Cannibal Pizza. Sounds Animal Cannibal porno. Pizza. Okay. <laughs> Are we just going to have to do a month where we just do like spoof films? <clears throat> the Silence of the Hams. Like, we'll do, we'll do really... scary. 
We'll do Scary Movie. We'll do Silence of the Hams. We'll do Stan Helsing. It's available to watch for free on Prime Video. So that's going on my watch list. Oh, God. It's going to be so bad. It is. There's literally, like, the costuming and everything. It's like they've, there's like a little bit of, like, you can see, like, <laughs> and it does not look good. There's like a man in a red cape and, yeah. Oh, uh, Zodiac Killer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Zodiac was one, kind of. I don't know. He's on. No, I want something recent. What's no? Because it's gone away from that. It's like the slashers went into the early two thousands, and then it went to zombies mostly. S- Sweeney Todd, allegedly. I wouldn't mm. agree with that. I, um, I want really. It, the only crime is murder, in a sense, but and kidnapping. Uh, Untraceable, Be My Cat, a film. Be My Cat. <laughs> Do you know anything about this? What the fuck is Be My Cat? Be My Cat, a film for Anne. An aspiring Romanian filmmaker obsessed with Hollywood actress Anne Hathaway goes to shocking extremes to convince Anne to star in his upcoming film. I mean, you can watch it on YouTube for one ninety nine. I'm like semi interested. Five point eight out of ten, allegedly. Uh... Um, one hour twenty seven minutes. Made in twenty fifteen. So this may be the latest in horror crime that has to offer us. Um, is Anne Hathaway in it? Probably it remains not. Remains to be seen. Might just Has be images four of her. Executive producers. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, 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 Zafi, this may be for us. It's a 2015 Romanian found footage psychological horror. So, is it a crime horror? Probably not, but it's piqued my interest because it's found footage. Um, Add that to your watch list as well. written by and starring Adrian Tofai uh, I I'm sorry if you and you're probably not listening to this but if you are I don't know how to speak Romanian and I don't know how to pronounce your second name um about, about an aspiring filmmaker who goes to stream it's a the first entry in Adrian Tofai Toffee I don't know I'm sorry plans indie trilogy which includes we put the world to sleep and pure it is also his first film and Romanians Romania's first found footage horror movie. And it does not have Anne Hathaway in it, but it's about her. Oh, so I, I searched it up on Lairbox. I have seen the poster before. Right. IndieWire called it a hidden gem uh, ah, by Bloomhouse. Um... Dread Central's best top five best horror movies of 2016. Was that a strong year for horror? 2015? Um, it was okay. No, 2016, it says. Oh, allegedly. 2016 was fine. Um, Watch Mojo included the film in top five best low budget horror movies alongside classics Blair Witch Project, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Night of the Living Dead. It is considered a cult film. This is so interesting. If anybody has seen this movie and like knows about it, like please talk to me about it because I am intrigued. I'm not 
going to read the synopsis because I actually want to watch that. I think I might watch it tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's apparently our latest crime horror has to offer. Some Romanian indie found footage movie. I mean, I might it give it a good have... because it's found footage. It's eighty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it could it could potentially be very good. Um, obviously they're a bit hit and miss, aren't they? Mm. But um, yeah, I saw the devil as another recent. That's crime. Ty West. Was that Ty West? Yes. Yeah. Ty West. Uh, in fact, doing pretty well apparently. Pearl, as of right now, is apparently everyone's favorite film. I can't wait to see it personally. I'm really excited. Like apparently, it's getting very good reviews at the moment which is good i feel like we deserve to understand pearl's pearl's origin story i have so many questions from x that i need answered i need it oh, you have to wait to until next month. why well i just need it i need to know why she is the way that she is and what happened and i kind of i i kind of like there's something in me that's kind of hoping that there is a supernatural element to it and she's not as depraved as just being a sex addict or something because if oh. that comes to be the case I'm just going to be like oh great or, I don't think there's anything supernatural personally uh, obviously the promo for Maxine has come out this week as well which is literally just a minute of the the, the Hollywood billboard being replaced by the words Maxine but I'm hyped for it it's it's going to be an 80s slasher horror movie by the sounds of things so yeah. I, I my, my favourite personally I'm looking forward to it um should be sound, fun you know, even the soundtrack is it yeah and the soundtrack of it sounds synthy which is you know perfect music for me i'm yeah the whole the whole movie is much more my thing i'm really only hyped to see pearl because it's an origin story about x and i really enjoyed x typically i wouldn't really be interested in movies from that era like yeah olden times. apparently it's very um <laughs> i i don't i don't really Reference to like other films, like someone I did see someone complaining saying that um, Ty West is making a career off uh, referencing other films, really? Yeah, because there's obviously a lot of like um, Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz references, and probably a bunch of other references to horror films. Well, I mean, we'll see, we've got we've got to wait until next month. There is there is a lot to be said about the regurgitation of art. I mean, um, as a creative writing graduate, the truth is, um, nothing's original. You're always gonna, you're always yeah. There's always going to be someone down the line that makes your work look like it's plagiarism. Um, it's very rare to come up with a completely original, groundbreaking idea these days. Um, a lot of what we already know has been done and we are rehashing remixing uh changing things you know for instance i'm gonna bring it up again jordan peele's nope (laughs) we went into the cinema thinking that we were going to see a western slash sci-fi slash horror and obviously knowing those genres it was like well how the fuck is that all going to fit together Hmm. and it was a sci-fi horror western lightly movie Hmm. and it worked but it worked because those three genres were rehashed together and made into something new and the point 
is that art is made to be appreciated and there's nothing wrong with lending ideas and almost making homage to classics to th even things that you enjoy there's absolutely nothing wrong with that I mean I was talking about last week my dissertation um was was lightly influenced by the movie Melancholia and a lot of people would be like well it's it's the same story it's like well no it's not it's completely different because I used different emotions I didn't fixate on one family or a marriage or whatever it was it was a different concept but would that be considered plagiarism? No. We're, you know, it's important when people make pieces of art that you acknowledge that it came from something. There's always inspiration, you know? Yeah. We're not, well, I'm not a great philosopher who can just pull, pull uh, stoicism um, out of my ass. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> you if know? I was going to make a film, it wouldn't be original. Yeah. And and I'm not you know smart. <laughs> the the great even the great modern philosophers of today, uh you know like the 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 bloke who talks about the school of life, his um his like his talks his sermons are uh, you know a lot about the ideas that were from people like Plato Socrates um you know. It's, it's, we have to we do regurgitate and remix and change what people have presented towards us and that's fine and i you know i i think there's nothing wrong with having pop culture in movies and i would have to see pearl for myself to see what is like what exactly the the whole thing is that he's been mm. ripping stuff but from what i understand like from it, just from watching ty west's ex i really didn't feel like that was a ripoff of anything i actually felt like that was a really original piece of film and it was a really enjoyable piece of film and it fell in homage to uh cd b-side B 70s movies like even even the um the film it was shot on was, you know, this the uh, seventy millimeter real film. That's the film that they used on what we're using in the seventies. You mm. know, it, yeah. there was like little details like that, and the the soundtrack to it, just like the way everything was just amazing. And like, yeah, I don't, I don't recall there being any rip offs per se, but it was in homage. And I guess it does take it a step further when you are literally referencing things but like who doesn't like a little bit of easter eggs or pop culture in their yeah, movies exactly. you know what's wrong with that you gotta put in like references and homages to films that you enjoy otherwise what's the point you gotta say thanks know... to people that came before and whatnot but the one thing that i think everybody universally loves to hate is product placement Oh, yeah. I it's think set people in the, like, hate that. It's set in the early <laughs> 1900s. I don't think there'll be any product placements. I know. I'm unless just it's saying, like, like... Unless it's, like, the earliest form of, like, a product that we still have. You're, do, you, do you remember the, the grimacing that occurred when um, Rick and Morty did that whole uh, thing about the McDonald's Szechuan, Szechuan sauce? sauce? Yeah. Yeah, and like, do you know what I mean? Like, people are oh, McDonald's really how mainstream, oh, and 
like some people like it was there were literally like bottles of that going on ebay for like 300 dollars. yeah i think they briefly came hold of it i think they briefly um, came back in the, like the little sauce pots and they were like mm. going on ebay for quite a, ma- a good amount as well mm. it's like this is ridiculous yeah it's not even good yeah and you you told me how much you hate the space jam with all of its product placement. The second one. The first one's yeah, fine. Yeah. Second one is uh, although you've got to admit the first one where Michael ja- Jordan Michael Jackson, hello, no. Michael That's a Jordan from is indeed. We're not talking about finding Neverland today. Um sorry, leaving Neverland. Um absolutely not. Yeah, Michael Jordan, um, you know when the scene where he's waiting in his hotel room and he's just yeah. eating a Big Mac? Oh, yeah, don't worry. There was product placement in that, but that was forgiven because there's not as much and it's not as I just blatant. thought it was funny. Like, you know Michael Jordan doesn't eat freaking McDonald's. Come on. Probably not. He's literally like... He was like, at like, he was this like... peak by then, so he definitely wasn't eating Mackey's. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think everybody kind of groans at product placement, don't they? So, but if like it, if it's too blatant, to films, yeah. that doesn't that doesn't bother me so much. Mm. Did you? Was there any? Do you? I don't even know. Was there any references in this one to anything else? What in seven? Yeah. So you oh. take back onto it. <laughs> no, I don't think there. Not that I can recall. No, unless they went to a a wimpy. Do they have wimpy in America? I don't know what the fuck a wimpy is. What's that? You know what a wimpy is? No. What, right. what southern it's, shite it's, are you talking about? It's kind of like, um, it's like, it's literally like McDonald's, but like a little bit fancier. That's the only way I can describe it. I say fancier, but like the one that opened up in my town recently got a one star food rating. That must so be the only thing cl- that I've never heard of down south. Wimpy. You never heard of wimpy? Never heard of it. That is definitely not up north. That must stop. But like, <laughs> or like Milton Keynes and never go any further. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Ben Wynn will do. No, I, yeah. So no, there's no Wimpy. Um, even though it didn't even make it up to Yorkshire, let alone America. Yeah. Um, there was there wasn't any reference. I, I don't know. Was there? I any mean, there might have been references, references, but I definitely didn't catch any. I didn't I spot didn't them pick at up least. On any of it? No. Did it need it though, really? Like with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman? No. I think it's it's interesting that uh that did dude ever, did uh did he ever say where as it's well, filmed? because obviously Brad Pitt was in that. Uh no. Because like I couldn't tell what city like it was. A dreary, dreary place. It's like yeah, it's like Chicago or something. I, I would presume Chicago because it's very rainy or Seattle. Say Chicago. 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 <laughs> wow, we're mocking my accent now, are we? No, not mocking. I do. I do like the northern accent. It's okay. I, oh, I lost wow. most most of mine, so it's more of a it's more of a, a wistful melancholy about the loss of my own accent. It's just a mess of all sorts of things. But yeah, Brad Pitt was great in the nineties, don't you think? I think Fight Club was probably one of the best movies of the nineties. Yeah, I would say that. It- I won't say he peaked in the nineties, but he definitely had some of his biggest films in the nineties. Okay, when did he peak? I don't when know. When he when he had that when he had that little role on uh, Friends. 
Remember that episode? Where I'm he pretty played, sure that was uh, like that would have been like the late nineties, a bit early two thousand. No, that was in that was in the two thousands for sure. Was that the back end of it? Jesus, uh, I hate Rachel like, Green Club. Yeah. <laughs> oh mate, your microphone. You need to get a new cable, mate. Oh no, please get You're me right a new cable. <laughs> I can't. I just can't deal with it. It's so embarrassing. Um, but yeah, yeah I don't know. I think exactly when he peaked, but. This it might have been quite close to like a uh, seven and fight club. Maybe. What do you think about his whole thing that's going on with Angelina Jolie right now? I, I don't know. They're still doing stuff. No, like in a, no, they got divorced, and there's like oh, this lawsuit that he was. They basically they bought a winery together, and he's like been selling her shares of it, and like like not giving her the money for it. The and like people rich, were trying like to it hype matters. it up as like. Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard season two, but like nobody's interested in it. Yeah, it's no, one, fuck, <laughs> no one cares about him selling some of that, some of their shirts. They're both fucking loaded. They don't Although need it's, any extra there money. There is an affidavit that actually says that Brad Pitt hit one of his children. Um, yeah, I did hear something which, about that. Ah, which is very interesting because all of their children are adopted, aren't they? All of Angelina Jolie's and Brad Pitt's children are adopted. So, yeah. I, just, I wonder. Together. I haven't really delved any deeper into like what's actually happened there, but yes, it sounds like it was not a wonderful marriage, and I don't really think much of Brad Pitt anyway. But now I think even less of him. Maybe, there, maybe Mister, people... Mister and Mrs. Smith was that peak. Do you remember that film? Oh uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> that was that was a weird film. That I didn't rate that. At not all. great. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. Funny. A lot of people have been slating Leonardo DiCaprio lately as well, saying there's he some comment about women. how he doesn't like dating. He doesn't like dating anyone over the age of twenty five or so, something. So and I'm just like, over the up. last couple of like partners he's had, he ends up breaking up with them when they turn twenty five. Do you know what? I've tried to watch The Wolf of Wall Street four times now. It's so long. And I- I can't finish it. I I think I've gotten about an hour and a half in. It is really long, isn't it? It's like three hours long. And it's, maybe just, not it's such long. a it's fucking commitment. Two and a half hours, maybe. Yeah. It's just like, I, I really like Margot Robbie as well, like as an actress. And I mm. like Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, what's that other dude that's in it? John Hill? Um, yeah, I don't like him. He gets on my tits. He's like a low-rate Seth Rogen, and I don't think much of Seth Rogen either. Um, oh, sacrilege. I love Seth Rogen. Uh, really? Yeah, I love Seth Rogen. I think it's great. Maybe it's just the stoner he... in me. I like Jam- James Franco. I Why? just he's There's the biggest... something about... He's like a dodgy one now. He got cancelled. No, I like him... I... I liked him as an actor, liked him as an actor, but Seth Rogen, he's just that, like, lovable, chubby stoner guy. I don't know. He just plays the same thing, and he's not a very talented actor. It's, that's that's how I feel. Like, sorry, but it's, like, not for me, personally. Right. Podcast cancelled. <laughs> nah. I'm I editing all I... of this out. <laughs> no, I just... I well, I'm I just that's my opinion. I I'm sure you've got an actor or an actress that like people like that you don't like. I'm sure there's somebody. Probably, but I can't think of anyone right now. If you is there any movie that like is there any actor that if you heard them they were in a movie you'd be like I pass, thanks, because that's mine, Seth Rogen. I feel like there is. 
but I generally cannot think of who it is. But it's not like... It, Dave, it's probably I someone... know you. I know you hate somebody. <laughs> I hate everyone. <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> yeah, there's there's somebody that you hate. It's just not come to mind. Yeah, I just can't think of who it is. But there's definitely films where I'm like, yeah, there's someone, that particular person, nah, I'm, I'm good. Oh. So, not talked about Seven much, but to be honest, not much to talk about, obviously. It's a good film. I would probably... It, it's okay. It's okay, but it's I'm glad that we're film. moving on from this tier. I I gave it three stars. What was your favourite kill? Or death, should I say? I think... Uh, hmm. I want to say... Pride. That's the woman with the cut up face. Yeah, I thought, I thought that, that was yeah. that was quite scary. Yeah, that, that I thought was, the that was emancipated like... guy was the worst one. Yeah, that was grim. But I, I, I just, I just, I liked that one a lot because it kind of was like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> I that was a very eloquent way to put it, but it was just like it was it was an interesting play on like because like. When you're talking about the seven deadly sins, like oh, you're like, well, what does pride mean exactly? Does it mean that, like, and how is that a sin? And mm. I think like the obsession of how we we see ourselves and how we want other people to see ourselves and like the beauty standards. Imagine if they did, um, yeah, and imagine if they did like seven, like now, like pride would probably be one more of Someone the from more Instagram. prominent kills, wouldn't it? Because Yeah, it'd be like an Instagram yeah, influencer. It, it, it totally would be. Yeah. And, you know, uh, sloth and... Yeah, I, I think if it was made in more recent times, there's a lot more they could have done with it. I mean, it was original for its time, for sure. But for me, I know you don't agree with me, but I do feel like it has aged a bit and I don't think it holds up as well as it should. What about, um, what do you that's feel why I give it three about, stars. I think uh, John Spacey. Ke- John Spacey? Kevin Spacey. There's Kevin John Spacey. Uh, he's pretty good. Um, it's a shame about the atmospheric. <laughs> he's atmospheric as an actor. Um, he's a pretty like in that movie. He he does he does it justice. I don't personally know. I don't know what many other movies that he's in. Uh, that he did come American to mind Beauty. straight away, but I think he did. Um, oh yes, of course he did. Ba- he was in Baby Driver. Mm. And I am blanking on the rest of it. I know yeah, he's in a so... House of Cards for like most of it. Before Never he got cancelled. Not not, in, not interested. No, I wasn't interested either. <laughs> is that another crime thing? Probably. No, I think that's a, I think it was crime related, but it was like political political crime. Pass. Not interested. So, Zayford, you wanted to ask me what I've been watching. So. Yeah, I have, have a been. Rant. Yes, I've been watching Dharma. Um, obviously the Evan Peters drama series which is released um, on netflix the day lot... of the show yeah <laughs> it actually was released just the day before us recording this so it's it's literally brand new right now um i think it's actually trending on netflix as well it's got it's oh yeah it will, be. it will be for the next like week yeah it's, it's a highly anticipated drama um depicting jeffrey dharma's um 
upbringing, the murders, his teenage life, not in that order. It's it's a very thorough, very raw look. And it's very, that's the only way I can really describe it right now because I'm, I'm only three episodes in. I binge watched it because it was that enjoyable. I, you know, three episodes, it was that immersive. I didn't realize I was, I've watched three episodes. How long are um, it's, if If you have about between 48 and 56 minutes a piece so they're oh, just under an hour each one um that was very yeah particular. i know well because i remembered some of them sorry um but yeah i, I probably should have just said 45 to 55 minutes and I? I i usually um, just say like 45 to an hour <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where that came from like considering how bad my memory is typically that was that was pretty good for me um but yeah the, they if you if you have like a precipice about any kind of preservation towards not preservation reservation towards Ryan Murphy um and his general style like American horror story feeling a bit camp for you a bit a, li- a little bit too much um comedic or you know a bit camp in ways um this is a completely different version of Ryan Murphy that I have never seen before. I used to stand by very heavily that Ryan Murphy... Um, so when I was at university, we had these things... Like we, we had this unit called Flash Fictions, and it basically was um, a story from start to finish that was under 500 words. And I was very good at them. I fa- I actually found writing my dissertation really difficult, which is why I ended up splitting up into 40 different characters, because that's my strong point, short stories. Um, Ryan Murphy, I believed, is very much the same. So, for example, um, American Horror Stories, there's, particularly in the first season, the second season isn't all that. The, the first episode, the first episode of the second season that i've seen is actually really fantastic and is so good could have had a series all of its own but for the majority of the first season of american horror stories um which are all different every single episode tells a different story they are they are very well-rounded flash fictions um very well surmised in the case of 48 to 56 minutes (laughs) um and you know he he's good at that the problem with Ryan Murphy typically is that when he does a season, it feels like he starts off on a strong point and then loses interest towards the end. And we feel generally as an audience when we're watching American Horror Story that it feels quite rushed. Some of the uh, characters didn't have a time to be developed. Um, often there's loopholes and, and plot holes. And I, I just wonder that perhaps Ryan Murphy decided to take this on rather seriously because it's not fiction and he gave it the respect that it deserves. And I didn't actually think that Ryan Murphy would be capable of such things. And it's just completely changed my perception of him as a writer. Mm. Um, he's been able to depict this version of Jeffrey Dahmer. It, you know, Evan Peters is... I have had a huge crush on this man for like 10 years now. And he has just turned him fundamentally into such an unlikable schizoid, um, you know, because Jeffrey Dahmer was diagnosed with psychotic do- disorder, uh, schizotypal personality disorder, borderline personality disorder. And he's really transformed 
Evan Peters, you know, this this poster boy that everybody, you know, lots of people have crushes on him. I'm not the only I was one. Say, it's a, in, he's a bit of, of a beefcake in the new Dharma he, he show. Turns, he turns him into such an unlikable, unattractive character. And even though he's got a hot body and is, you can see it's Evan Peters, the way that he speaks, the way that he communicates, the way that he sees the world, the perceptions that he has of other people, the, the you know, the, the capturing of the darkness of the loneliness of the isolation of dharma like it's just it's encapsulated perfectly like evan peters i don't know what he must have gone through to be able to step into this role so well of jeffrey dharma perhaps he he studied interviews perhaps he just he put himself in the position of of these things but when you're when you're watching it you feel you can feel it you can feel dark isolated feeling that that feeling of being a loser and like nobody loves you nobody cares about you and there's there's no hope there's no there's there's nothing there's there's nothing redeeming about his character he's just a unlikable loser much like jeffrey Dahmer was in real life <laughs> uh I, I finally you know obviously we, we talked about uh dharma lightly on the episode that we did with horror hysteria and yeah. i told I, I mentioned about how i used to have a crush on jeffrey dharma um jeffrey dharma sorry and actually um it's so weird. It's so weird with, with with people that have these fascinations with serial killers. We often get so sidetracked by how they physically look that we almost become enamored by the idea of them and discredit their crimes. The reality is that Jeffrey Dahmer raped and murdered two 14-year-old boys. Not all of his victims were adult men. So... I had a f- attraction to somebody who did that, but the connection in my brain was like, he didn't do that, you know? Yeah. And it's a really uncomfortable reality that I'm now sat in understanding just how how debauched and how horrific these what the things that these men went through. A lot of people sympathize in the crime community with Jeffrey Dahmer because of him being a loner because of him having problems with alcoholism because of him having a really troubled upbringing there's kind of there was this humanism that people gave him that he's not as bad as Bundy he's not as bad as Gacy those are the real evil ones you know out of all the all the really bad serial killers of the 70s 80s 90s Manson Zodiac uh Richard Ramirez obviously the, one of the more reviled ones um Jeffrey Dahmer is kind of a more sympathized character. And what Ryan Murphy has done in this series is he's he's shown him as who he is. He's taken the veil off of the sympathy, the sympathy, the the lightening of what he's done. It's it's bone chilling and it's so good. And I'm only three episodes in, but I am I am absolutely blown away by it. It's it's one of the best. It it is the best horror series I've seen this year by a lot. So yes, go and watch that. Zayford, have you seen anything recently? Um, so at the weekend I watched uh, Speak No Evil, which was mm-hmm. 
a Shudder. I think it's a Shudder original. Mm-hmm. Or at least it's on Shudder. Mm-hmm. And that was interesting. Go on. So it's about a Danish family who visit a Dutch family that they've met on holiday. Okay. And they go to mm-hmm. the, their country. And shit just starts getting really weird. Okay. Because, like, obviously they start noticing the fam- that the, the Dutch family is a bit off. <laughs> and there's so many there's so many times that the the Danish family, the one you're following, can leave. And yet they right. don't. Okay. And it's so fucking infuriating. <laughs> because they both have like they both have a kid. And it's just like, okay, so this family's been a bit like excessive with um like the kid being like misbehaving and whatnot and treating mm-hmm. the kid a bit poorly than you probably would normally. And this family just doesn't leave. And then what happens at the end happens and it's like you had so many opportunities to fucking leave. Mm. And I was watching this with, with Alicia and she was like, they fucking deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> because obviously like there was like there's several times where they're in the car about to leave and they end up having to go back for whatever reason and it's like got my phone charger well there's one time they get in the car and they forget they they lose the the kid's rabbit oh for god's sake and it turns out when they get back it's like the rabbit's in the car and it wasn't lost it was just in the car that they was in the boot just chilling pretty much and it's like Fuck the bunny, just leave. It can be replaced. Yeah. Mm. And then, obviously, what happens at the end? I won't spoil it because obviously, people, it's fairly new. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, so I'm intrigued. It, it's it's good. I enjoyed it. Slightly annoying just because obviously they could leave at any point and they don't. And I think as a parent, it's just like you would put your child first. Instead, yeah. and it's like, what the hell? But yeah, that's that's like the only new thing I've watched. Okay, well, I I wanted to quickly mention bodies, bodies, bodies. Uh, don't go see it if you're over the age of twenty five. You're too old for it. Um, it's not for you. It is basically a Gen Z movie, and if you're a millennial, you'll fucking hate it. <laughs> it's watchable, but the ending is laughable. Um so stupid uh see i'm probably still gonna i'm still gonna watch it at some point it's just i think i made a really i i said something very uh pertinent about a24 which i absolutely stand for a24 they either hit or they drown and this was a drown for me they they did not do well in this movie i think if you were a younger audience and you went to see it such as like 25 and under perhaps 21 and under um you'd probably enjoy it but for me it made me feel old as fuck and it's like it's not even that i didn't understand what was happening i did understand what's happening but like myself as a millennial i don't i don't relate to gen z's i just don't you know and you just the old. way that they were behaving <laughs> that yeah i just you know what i'm a millennial and we don't give a fuck about anything and we're selfish and we just we're, see that we're was my only issue with the trailer but... is that it seemed a bit as i said it in um when we were talking on you run 
that it was very mm. teeny bopperish. Mm. No, it's just it's more for like the it is for of, Gen Z. It's, it it's is for the Gen teens Z. of horror. And I, I, I just kind of felt like, like I felt like the the way that it was promoted to me, it seemed like like one of the fav- one of the best taglines I saw of it was it said, "This is not a safe space." And I thought, oh, what's this? You know, like, you know, is is this going to be like a, is this going to be like a, um, like a commentary on how everybody is so like woke and how actually, you know, like, and it's going to be really politically incorrect and there's going to be some um, radical scenes, there's going to be some controversy. Mm. I was looking forward to seeing something um, like that. And what I ended up seeing was just these fucking characters are so involved <laughs> with their fucking TikTok. TikTok! <laughs> which I've, I've literally had 50 people go, Katie, why don't you make a TikTok? You'd be so good on there. You're always posting on your stories, doing videos. I'll tell you why. Because I am 32 years old and I don't know how to use it and I don't want a TikTok. And for an hour and a half, I just got TikTok pushed in my face. It's even a part of the ending. Won't spoil it, but that's all I'll say. Pete Davidson is a mess. Got no idea why this guy is hanging around with a bunch of teenagers. Haven't got a fucking clue what half of the actors like what they even thought. Like there's there's just this whole scene which made me cringe so badly. And I'm getting rather emotive about it, I know, but it because it was just it it was just shit. It was just like there's these three girls, right? And they're just have they're just the diatribe. There's just these total diatribes, like this this hate speech about each other and saying, Oh, you're so this, you're so that, you're so and every single Gen Z terminology you could imagine not just their slang but like the narcissist gaslighting freaking feminist um of freaking so just (laughs) just if you go if you uh, look at urban dictionary for the past five years and look at all the entries every single word is in is in that is in is in that exchange between all of them and oh, the God. worst thing about all of it is i understood every single thing that was being said and you know like everything from patriarchy to fake woke to fucking just everything and i just sat there and thought whoever wrote this thinks they're really fucking clever but they're not like this is not a commentary on gen z culture this is superficial surface level slasher bs that ends with such a banal shitty ending that's just that make it doesn't make you go ha that's a good twist it makes you go for fuck's sake really and that's it so bodies 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 not for me so as you can tell this film bodies 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 is on par with drag me to hell as katie's favorite film i actually gave body body bodies 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 on my instagram a five out of ten which means i gave it a two and a half stars drag me to hell will always remain at one star for me because i didn't like it and i hate it but bodies 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 aesthetically i appreciate it i you know a24 are very good with their costume design that's about as far as i'll go i liked the um neon bracelets Mm. and the glow sticks so since bodies 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 <laughs> is about tiktok why don't you go follow us on tiktok at spaceman and the doll we don't have a tiktok i TikTok's... do i use the tiktok, TikTok. <laughs> Tick... no tiktok it's is for young don't people worry about it. just go follow it give us more followers 
yeah and if the follow if the following gets to like 500 then i'll start doing like booby videos on there or something i don't know i could be yeah, manipulated we're at like, to go we're at like on there. even though i said that i hate it all right okay well 350 to go um yeah. uh do you want should we talk about I, I, I know i said i hated it but but i'm but i'm like really manipulative so yeah we yeah. can, we can well, make you do it it's fine do you want to talk about some okay. news what about news? so i made you watch the hellraiser trailer before we recorded Yes, looks interesting. I like the fact that the main uh, antagonist Cinematic. is a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks I think interesting. That it, I think it that it'll be. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Um, I'm not sure why people are giving it hate already. I, I think you should really give it a chance. I have. I've seen. I've said that I'm gonna lower my expectations just because I know how the rest of the franchise is. Apart it's from basically. The first three. It's basically people not understanding film that are giving it hate. The same people that are going, "Why is Ariel black?" You oh, know, God. they're Let's like, "Why is Pinhead a woman? Why is Pinhead a woman?" It's Pinhead, like Pinhead isn't a woman. Pinhead there in, you the, go. in the books didn't have a gender, right? So it and can it be is whatever just, the fuck it's, it it's wants just to too right, Zayford. Too right. And so can and you. I think. Listener. I think. I think if you. <laughs> I literally, yeah, and I, I think if you get upset about some about like somebody taking on, uh, you know, like classical roles being played by uh black people or like a woman playing a man's role or a man playing a woman, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like we've we've literally been talking about this about the regurgitation of of stuff and originality and stuff. Just let people have their things. Stop being so upset about nothing. Like really, yeah, fake woke. <laughs> So, did you do you remember what Scanners is? The film Scanners. No. Uh, nineteen eighty one, um, Cronenberg film. No. Ah, well, that's been apparently made into a TV show. Right. Could be interesting. Could not be interesting. Who really cares? I'm actually seeing Crimes of the Future. Uh, Don't I think it's, it's not in even interesting. Two. It's in two weeks' time. You know what? I I kind of like the idea. I like that it's got um this whole thing about self mutilation being a form of pleasure. Um, it's just Hellraiser two <laughs> and by Cronenberg. You reckon? No, okay. it's not even really. It's well, not even good. Chris, Kristen Stewart's <laughs> apparently very good in it, and I'd quite like to see she, her as a good actress. She's not actually in <laughs> so, it that much. She's in maybe oh, like she four not? scenes. Oh. Well, that was missold to me then. She's maybe not. She may be more than four scenes, but she's not in it as like a main character. I've actually got a very busy couple of weeks in the cinema, so I'm going to be seeing "Don't Worry, Darling." The yes, so I, you, I will. What are you seeing at the cinema? Yeah, I'm actually seeing a Harry Styles movie. Don't worry, darling. I'm also going to be seeing the Bloomhouse film. Did anything happen to my headphones again? Yes, they no. did. No? no, that's fine. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let's try that. Let's try that bit again. So I'm actually going to be seeing um Harry Styles' "Don't Worry, Darling," which also has Florence Pugh in it. Which I didn't actually click who Florence Pugh was up yeah, until very recently. Yeah, I didn't click. It didn't click in my mind. Don't I? You know, we were talking about blindness. I that that was a blindness for me. Um. So I'm also going to be seeing Bloom the Smile movie, uh, Bloomhouse one, which kind of looks see, like I it could be good. It, mm. But I'm not 
like that I'm going in that with low expectations as well. Yeah. Um and I'm gonna be seeing Crimes of the Future as well. Obviously there's Pearl upcoming. There's also a movie about a woman being stalked. I can't recall exactly what it's called, but it will be coming out in October or November. Um, let me just quickly look it up because sure. it looks really good. Um, so Stalked in other news, while you're looking movie. that up, uh, yeah, have you seen Constantine? Yes. Well, they announced a second one finally. What? How? They, what are they going to do with that? Not a clue. But they finally announced a second one after seventeen years. Weirdly underrated that movie. It it's it gets a lot of hate. Hmm. I think every, like Keanu Reeves is coming back, and it's like finally. Oh really? We're getting to see, okay. Yeah, we're getting, so who knows? Shia LaBeouf might be in it again. Hmm. Could be interesting. And also for last bit of news, apparently Jeepers Creepers Four is a bag of shite. Oh dear. Apparently, it's worse than the first that than the last one. Because I have seen nothing but negative reviews on. Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Oh dear. Yeah, and I was actually kind of like, oh, I hope this kind of brings back the franchise, but apparently it's going to bury it even further. Wow. Because apparently there's like some CGI in it that's just not even like, like students could do better. I kind of... I was kind of hoping that that would be better because I, the third one I just thought was awful. Yeah, that's pretty much like everyone thinks that. First two. Yeah. Well, first one is like a classic. The second one the best. is pretty good. So the movie I was talking about was Watcher. Oh, uh, yeah, with um Michael Monroe. Chloe Akuno's directional debut. Yeah. That's been out, in, that's been out for a while, hasn't it? Or maybe it's just been out in America. Christ, this isn't going well for me. It's been it's been out in America for a while, but it's going to be released over here soon. So what I'm looking forward to seeing film, that one. What definitely. Is it all these horror films that are getting released like months after they've been released in America. Because like Crimes of uh, Crimes of the Future has been out for ages in America, and it's only just coming to cinema over here. I know. I was. Do you know what? I was really bummed out about that. Um, because I was hoping it would get like a similar release as America as well, but well, most films do. didn't I don't happen. Get, I don't get what's happening. It's like the last mm. couple of months, like most of the horror films from this year have been released in America and then they don't come to the UK until like a couple of months later. Like, yeah, distributing errors, in, maybe. Like, I don't know. Pills out in America now, but obviously we don't get it until next month. Mm. It seems a bit stupid, really. really. I honestly think that there's a lot of money to be made in horror in this country, so I don't know why we are sidelined like that. Um, oh, so. Sometimes Australia gets releases before we do, you know? And we yeah. outnumber them, like, four to one. <laughs> so, you know, we, they probably be making a lot more money with us, but for some reason we, we don't get prioritised. No offence if you're Australian, I do love Australia, but fuck you because you get to watch our films before we do. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, we've not been talking about Seven, but who cares? Um, 
uh next week what are we doing killer clowns is it we're doing killer clowns from outer space so when that comes out yes. it'll be the beginning of october and we're mm-hmm. in we're in the spoopy month yeah so I, f- I figured we'd start it off nicely with like a fun yep. film before we have to yes. do the iceberg films yes because we we have i know i keep harping on about it but we've got some heavy ones coming on the house that jack built and a razor head which literally uh zafe is going in raw for both of those for me it's just a razor head i literally have no idea what that movie is except for one still um interested would be an understatement and yeah killer clowns from outer space absolute classic it's going to be brilliant to do that can't wait to do it um yeah so We will see you next week. Bye. Goodbye.